Welcome to the Becoming Eva podcast, where we discuss real-life issues from a woman's perspective. Becoming Eva seeks to break the silence within the female community while fostering authenticity, transparency, and healing. We're We're your hosts, Latoya Moore and Maya Dawson. Let's get started. Good morning, Becoming Eva Facebook fans. Thank you for joining us on episode five. Finding your voice and branding and building your brand as an entrepreneur. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes, we are excited. We have a very special guest with us this morning, Miss Courtney Richard. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here with us this morning. We're going to call you Clutch Courtney today because you came in at the clutch this week. We really appreciate it. <laughs> No problem. But yeah, we're excited to have you. You have, I mean, just an incredible resume that speaks for itself. So I will go ahead and uh, read your official uh, bio and then we'll go ahead and jump in. All righty. All right, Ms. Courtney Richard is the founder of Inside Out Media Group, LLC, a faith-based PR marketing and mentorship agency. In her 15 years of experience, she has worked with platforms such as PBS, Yahoo.com, CBN, and TCT Networks, as well as local television and print publications. Courtney is also the founder of Inside Out with Courtney, a ministry that helps women grow in their walk with Christ from the heart and equips them to fulfill their God-given purpose. Courtney is also an author and contributing writer for iBelieve.com, Women's Ministry Tools, and is a speaker at a a host of women's conferences. Her blog, Inside Out with Courtney, reaches thousands of women across the globe and was listed as the top 50, one of the top 50 Christian women bloggers every woman should follow. She's passionate about mentoring women and helping them to start and grow their ministries and businesses with skill, balance, and of course, grace. So yes, we're so excited to have you this morning. Thank you. I'm excited. Woo! Yay! I read your bio and I was like, wow, what hasn't she done? It's so much. It's so impressive. Um, Could you tell us a little bit more about your journey as a writer and a speaker? Absolutely. Well, it all started with blogging. Uh, I've been writing since I was 12 years old, but, um, you know, my uncle always told me, you're going to write a book. You're going to write a book. I was like, yeah, you think so? Okay. Uh, But it started with blogging and I just wanted to use my gift of writing. And so, but I wanted not just to, you know, write short stories or things like that. I really wanted to like reach the masses. And so I was like, how do I do that? Like, how do I get my writing out? And then my husband told me, he said, babe, you know, I think you need to write a blog. And I was like, what is that? Now that's in 2011. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And so I was like, okay, I started researching and um, I watched a movie on it. There actually was a movie called Julie and Julia. And it was all about blogging. And I watched this woman just walk through the whole process. And I was like, oh, that's how you do it. So God gave me a clear way of how to do this thing. And so I was like, okay, so from there I started writing. But I also needed to find out, okay, how often am I going to write? How often am I going to show up for my audience and things like that? And so I was doing, reading all these tips and researching. And then I found um, 
I found out, okay, what I'm going to talk about. And I found out my time, which is Monday at 7.30 a.m. Been that way ever since, since 2011. And here we are in 2020. Um, and, and from there, it just kicked off. It just took off all these different topics. I started getting emails and people writing in. And, and that's when I realized, I'm like, this is it. This is it. And from there, of course, from blogging, it went to uh, speaking and then uh, writing a book. And then now I have a couple of books and I'm working on a new one right now. Um, and so, and it just opens up more and more opportunities. So that's how it all began. And I'm still rolling. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Thank you. So what obstacles did you have to overcome while you were going through that journey of figuring out how to blog and you know, figuring out your timing and different things like that? Um, people. People. <laughs> and I'll tell you, and I don't like to talk about people. I don't like, when I say talk about people, I don't like to harp on, you know, focusing on what other people are saying or naysayers or putting people down and stuff like that. I'm not doing that. Um, but it was just doubters. Like when you're, when you believe that God is calling you to do something, but then you have people that are saying, mm, I don't know about that. Or I don't know about the timing or you got to wait, 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 constantly waiting. And then when God says go and they begin to question that and you're like, you know, you're hearing the voice of God and you know, you have to move. And that was the obstacles. And so I had to press through the other voices and I had to hear the voice of God, right? He says, my sheep know my voice. And so I had to follow his voice and that's the way I went. And so, and here I am today, amen. And I give God all the glory for that. But had I just listened to them, I wouldn't be where I am today. That's really true. I just want to chime in on that really quick because I feel like oftentimes we put excuses in front of ourselves or reasons why we can't do something now, even if, because we're seeing the full picture. We're seeing the dream, we're seeing the vision, we're seeing the goal. And we think, okay, we're going to go from zero to a hundred. And God is like, I just need you to take one step. And I need you to do that now. Like, don't wait until you have everything in order. Don't wait until you have, you know, all the money you need, all the equipment you need, all the, you know, endorsements you need, all the um, people in your corner that you need. I just need you to take one step now. So I think that's really important to drive home. Like, do not wait for perfect conditions. And the word says that too. Don't wait for perfect conditions because if you do, you won't get anything done. That's right. You got to move. You got to move in his timing. I love that. You know, you have to move when he says, and I love how you say steps. It's steps. And God will give you the provision. I always say that God gives you a vision and then he's going to give you provision. Very he's good. Give you exactly what you need to do. All you have to do is just get out of the boat. Just trust me. Don't look <laughs> to the left or the right. Just come on now. Focus on me, right? We got this. You know, but when we start doubting and start, you know, oh my gosh, I don't know, I don't know, you know, and he's saying, come, come on, I got you. You know, you need to just be able to step out of that boat, walk by faith and know that he's got you. And, you know, it's his will, it's his plan anyway. And so that's what we're doing. We're following his plan. I always look at Noah, right? Mm -hmm. Noah, God called him. He gave him the provision, told him exactly what he needed to do. All these people all around doing all this stuff, but he was focused and he did what God called him to do. Hence, we had an ark, hence. He shut it down, rainbow, everything else, right? Here we are. So come on, you got to do what he says to do. And sometimes you just have to crowd out all of those other voices and say, okay, Lord, what are you saying? And I'm going to follow that voice. Good, good. I totally relate to that, even with how Becoming Eva came to be when God gave me the vision for a talk show. 
and I am totally not like a talkative person. I'm super quiet. I was the quiet, shy girl in class where, you know, I wouldn't raise my hand, but I knew answers. And I was like, a talk show? <laughs> really? Me? And when I told Maya about the journey and I was like, will you come along with me on this journey? <laughs> I was kind of even blown away from even like allowing the words to come out of my mouth fully about the plan that God had in store for us. And then it was totally a faith journey with everything with uh, Becoming Eva. How do we start it? How do you start a talk show? And my husband, he was like, most people start with a podcast and learning how to podcast. I didn't know anything about podcasting. <laughs> so all of it, just wow. a fake walk. <laughs> and praise God for both of your husbands. I, I looked at when you were just talking, Toya, about how both of your husbands kind of helped you take that first step and helped you to figure out, okay, this is where you can start. So praise God for husbands that support your vision, that you know are willing to get in your corner and like cheer you on. So that's awesome. Yeah. And you probably already shared some of, some about this, but can you share a little more about what you've learned from your journey? Yes. What I've learned, like I said, and like you said, probably already did this, is just to just do what God has called you to do. You know, mm -hmm. you have to own that because everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a journey. Everybody has their own lane that they need to roll in. And so really what I learned from that is that you have to go when God says to go. You know, you have to move when he says move because his timing is perfect. And if all these people in the Bible just did things on their own, what is it, God? Is it, you know, hesitating, all of that, you know, you know, they'd be like, you know what? Like Esther, we look at Esther, right? Yeah. I love her. I learned from her. Um, you know, she was afraid. She was scared. You know, she was like, oh my gosh, you know, I have to go before the king. Like, I mean, I could be killed. And, you know, and so Mordecai was like, look, you can do this thing or God is going to raise up somebody else. Now it's totally up to you. And she's like, hold up, wait a minute. Okay, hold on. We're going to fast. Everybody's going to fast. You know, and we're gonna get together and we're going to do this. Okay, so she was just like, okay. Because he was like, perhaps you were called for such a time as this. Come on. Mm -hmm. But if not, you'll raise up somebody else. And so you have to look at that and say, okay, no, if God's calling me, I'm going for it. You know, and so, and the timing is it had to be done at that particular time. So we have to move in his timing. And so that's what I've learned. I'm moving God's timing. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's dive into finding your voice. And I love just um, talking about finding your voice because I feel like oftentimes one of the excuses that we come up with when, you know, God has told us something to do or put something in our heart to do, we look at everybody else out there that's already doing it, you know, and it's like, well, where do I fit in? You know, how am, how am I going to be successful when you got all these millions of other people that are like, you know, they're in the same industry or, you know, in the same, um, even in the same area of expertise or topics or what have you, but there is nothing like the voice that God has given you. And so I really feel like it's so important for people to understand that they have a voice that no one else has. So even if you're doing the exact same thing as somebody else, like it's still like completely different because you have your own life, your own experiences, your own perspective, all of that. So can you tell us what does that mean? Like when we talk about finding your voice, um, a little more about what it means, but then also some, some steps that you took to find your voice. 
Um, one thing is 100%, and I know this is not going to be new, but I'm going to say it anyway, is one is, is that you have to be who you are. You cannot be looking at everybody else because when you look at them, you'll get stumped. You're like, oh, you know, well, they're bigger than me and I can't do that. You know, they're already there. They already have that. But there's room for us. There's room for all of us because God has a plan. And this is what I always say is that God, if you look at some of the bigger dogs, right, some big people or even the medium ones, right, you know, small, large, medium, small. When you look at the bigger ones, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't know if I, if I can. She's already doing it. Right. But you you are you and you have an audience. And guess what? She is not going to always reach your audience. You know, so we all have these different people and God, who God calls us to. And so you've been entrusted to a certain group of people. They've been entrusted just like churches. They have their flock. They have their flock all over the you know, place and stuff like that. When you have Peter, Paul, they're all going all over the place. And like you said, there's no there's no favorites here. Everybody has a message. And I'm going to bring it to this. Your voice is your messaging. What is mm. God given you? What's the message he's given you to speak? And how are you going to show up? How are you going to show up to the audience he's entrusted you to? And that's what I do. I, God has given me a message. I work with women's issues. I equip women, encourage them. But I'm real talk, and I go into the life. I'm, I deal with heart issues, so dealing with real life. So if you're dealing with anger or you're wanting to know how to manage your emotions or, you know, all the way down to you want to learn how to write a blog and minister to people, right? Or you want to learn more about speaking um, to be able to get the message out that God has given you. So I do those types, and I'm, my background is PR and marketing. So, hey, you got to promote it. So I'm big on that. You got to get the message out there. <laughs> got to get it out. Uh -huh. So bringing all that together without being a jack of all trades, you know, you have to be focused and you have to know exactly what God's calling you to do. And you speak you write, if you're going to podcast, you're going to be an author, you're going to be a preacher's wife, whatever you're going to be, a leader, an influencer, ambassador of Christ, we're all called to do that. Whatever that looks like, show up well, know your message, be clear on it, be very, very clear, know your message so that other people can know your message, you know, and just go for it and show up mm -hmm. consistently. That's very good. So when you talk about knowing your message, like I really want to like drill down here because I feel like some people are still just caught up in what other people's messages are or what other people are doing that they haven't taken time to really determine what their message is or what their perspective or angle is. So like, are there any like practical tips or tools that you can give people to help them figure out what their messaging should be? Yep. Sit down and be still. <laughs> mm -hmm. Come on. Sit down, be still with a notepad, you and God. And pray and say, Lord, lead me and show me who is my audience? How can I reach them? What am I saying to them? And always remember your why. Why mm -hmm. you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because when people say why, you know, know your why, know your why. No, really know your why. Because when you get up in the morning, that's what you're running to. You know, that audience is how I'm going to show up. Why am I showing up for them? Like, mm -hmm. sometimes you'll get lost in that. With all the stuff that you're doing, you're like, okay, I forgot. Like, why am I doing this again? You know, and then you have to go back to that why. So open up that journal, go back to those old journals. Or mm -hmm. what I say is just sit down, be still before God and say, okay, Lord, what do I need to say today? Right? What do I need to say this month? Plan it out, like content calendar. You hear that all the time. What, and take the time and minister to your audience. Show up for them, be there for them, speak to them. Because when you train them to show up like Monday, 7.30 a.m., when you, they're looking for it. They're looking for you to help them, to minister to them, to give them a message, give them something that they can grow from, like what we're doing right now. They're looking for you to show up to help them. And so always remember your why. And say That's very good. 
That's good. I know with Becoming Eva, Maya and me, we sat down and did a whiteboard session and planned out our why and our audience and topics. And even with um, this second season, the the planning ahead that we had that we had to do, I think is so very important to really understand what our messages are going to be throughout the season. Exactly. It's really important. And I know that's something um, my husband and I specialize in. We really help people come alongside people and help them to, um, you know, to, to discover who they are and the audience that they're intended to reach. And so a lot of the exercises that we did um, were very much pulled from, from those types of sessions, but we spent a lot of time really honing in on um, the people that we were called to reach, trying to figure out just basics, like where do they hang out? What do they watch on television? What talk shows are they already watching? What are they listening to, you know? And then pulling from our own experiences too. I think, you, you know, we often discount what we bring to the table, but that is the determining factor as well, because you tend to reach people that you are like you know, or that have gone through similar things. And so we looked at our lives and we looked at, okay, you know, you know, what does my family consist of? What is my, what was my upbringing like? You know, what are my insecurities? What are my challenges? What are my strengths? Because we felt like all of those things were things that we could speak to, but that also other women, um, for us, it was other Christian women of color needed to hear, needed to um, be encouraged in, and needed to find that support in. So really, really good stuff. Very good stuff. Um, and especially okay. um, for me, like I did not grow up with like this sister circle that we currently have and with people being transparent and authentic and really showing me how to walk this life and be a true woman of faith um, in this world that we live in. And I felt like I didn't really have um, mentors to really talk about the challenges um, that we face as Black women. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. I was just trying to make sure there wasn't anything we missed here for finding your voice, because I think that's so, so important. Um, we talked about what does it mean to find your voice. Um, and I would say, let's talk a little bit more, especially in the, the season that we're in, that our country is in, uh, regarding social injustice, uh, regarding, you know, just all the turmoil that we're in on the cusp of the new election. You know, we have our first, uh, you know, um, black female VP candidate that we're, deal that we're you know, dealing with and, and, and um, you know, receiving a lot of exposure from, and there's different perspectives on that. But in light of all of that, and I would love for all of us to answer this, why do you think it's so important, particularly for women of color, and we can go even deeper to say Christian women of color, to find their voice in this season right now? You want to go for it? <laughs> <laughs> you can go, Courtney. Um, well, I think that it's important for us to have our voice. I mean, one thing, it's just, it's always, it's always been tough for us as women, period, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I remember back in New Orleans, I worked for a predominantly white uh, organization, which I love everybody. Of course, I always say that heaven's going to be multicultural. Mm -hmm. um, but I, it was it was harder for me. And I had to show up. I had to make sure 
that I had all my ducks in a row. I had to make sure that I was professional, that I spoke, you know, articulate. And, you know, I made sure I had to, you have to, you know, do all these things and you got to make sure that you are on top to be able to yep. keep your job, right? Um, and to show that you can do it, to show that you are able to do this thing. Um, but our voice, I think whether you are, to me, I feel like today we have to, we have to use our voice. I would say 100%, especially as Christian women, I'm going to go here. People need Jesus in the midst of all of this. Come you know, on. for me, I feel like, you know, this, this, there's so much going on. Jesus talked about it's going to get rough before he comes back again. And so I don't, this is not catching me by surprise. And so, yes, you know, I'm a writer. So of course I can write on, you know, the different topics of what's going on. We can use our voice by writing. You can use your voice through podcasting right now. You know, you can use your voice through video and showing up on YouTube and, you know, and all these different things to be able to help people to, to get through, to navigate through this time. And how do we do this as Christian women? You know, and I tell my audience, I say, you know what, we should have a different response because we are Christians. How do we respond? They will know you by the love that you have for one another, that you are my true disciples. And so, you know, even though all this is going on, I'm not blind to it. I see it. I watch the news. I watch the news and I read the Bible. So I'm looking at both. And, and so we use our voices wisely. You know what I mean? Um, we use our voices to speak up, but also to encourage and also to be able to preach the gospel in the midst of it. So that's, that's my take on it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Very good. I think it took me a while to actually find my voice and to really understand how to use my voice. Always feeling marginal, marginalized and having to prove myself in academics, in sports, um, even in my career, just always striving to be the best. Even when I was uh, in an orchestra, I was always trying to be the first chair and just like the best in everything in every area of my life and I don't think I truly um, was able to really find my voice until I was much older and I'm currently finishing up my second book um, so I'm also a writer and that has been a avenue that I have found is a great way for me to get my voice out there um, to help people in general. But also with this podcast has been a new avenue, a very uncomfortable <laughs> avenue for me, um, getting out here and speaking in front of people. And I think it's great for my daughters and other younger women to have models of what it what it's like to actually voice your opinions and be vulnerable to the world and really say what you stand for and really walk it out with your life because my daughters um just allowing them to see me and how i am like in the house and um the things that you know, we currently do, I think it's um, important for them to have that role model because I did not have that growing up when I was their age. So yeah. I definitely think it's very important to do it now. Yeah, that's very important for the next generation, especially for them to see us doing this, which is awesome. Um, I, I'm reminded, gosh, it was probably a couple of months ago, but, uh, and I posted this in the, in the, um, Facebook group that we're all in, 
But uh, I was reminded because uh, Beth Moore, uh, renowned speaker, writer, um, Christian woman, quoted um, that, you know, God was basically preparing to use or to elevate, you know, particularly Christian women of color. And I was like, doggone it. <laughs> like everybody I know needs to hear this because I feel like the ground is ripe for voices of color, you know, particularly female voices of color. And we can go even further and say black women uh, like those voices in particular because they have been marginalized, like you were saying, for so long. And I think right now, um, just with the world literally groaning as we're experiencing social injustice time after time, and even this week, just with the, you know, the recent, um, the, the recent decision that was made regarding Breonna Taylor, like the world is groaning when it comes to social injustice and we're feeling it on every side. And God, even in his sovereignty, I believe is allowing us to even experience all of this during COVID-19 because we're able to focus on it. We're able to, to give it the attention that it needs. We're not as distracted because literally we're kind of in a season of slowing down or pausing or regrouping. And so, all that to say, I feel like all eyes are, are on us and it's a great opportunity for us to share our experiences, you know, and for people to actually be receptive to it. You know, there's a greater level of empathy right now toward people of color, you know, um, and even going as far as to say women of color, you know, um, even in light of, you know, the Me Too movement, in, in light of a lot of different things, it kind of puts black women in this space where it's like, okay, we care about you. We realize that you've been, you know, marginalized, mistreated, kind of put in a corner. We care about you. But there's a that this is an opportunity for us to share our experiences and our voices. And I will go even further to say um, that is a responsibility that we shouldn't take lightly because one of the challenges that we're dealing with right now um, in the midst of all this social injustice in the midst of all these movements in the midst of all these conversations there are a lot of different agendas being thrown out there you know to kind of promote this new equality that we need you know and it deals with race but it also deals with gender it also deals with um sexuality and it also deals with religion and we intersect in all of those in all of those areas and it's important for us to decide what stance we're going to take um and i say it's important because we could easily lean solely on our race we could easily lean solely on our gender we could easily lean into femi feminism and women's empowerment we could easily lean into homosexuality and lesbianism but at the end of the day Going back to what you said, Courtney, we got to stand on the word of God. So we have to use the platform that's been set for us in this amazing season that we're in to promote Christ and nothing else, right. which is very hard. It's yeah. very hard at times because at times you just want to be straight pro-black or you want to be straight, I am woman, hear me roar, or you want to be straight, you know, all eyes matter, it don't matter this, it don't matter that. But at the end of the day, like you have to decide like, what, what is my stance going to be? And is it going to be rooted in Christ? Uh -huh. And that's a hard place to be. 
it's an unpopular place to be. I'm all right with being popular, ain't that? I'm all right with that. I'm all right with being unpopular. Come on. Come on. One thing I um I, there's a, a button I saw one time and I actually bought it and it said I can't find it now, but it said the, the truth is not always popular, but it's always right. Mm. The truth is not always popular, but it's always right. And so for me, I even though like I said, all of this is going on, it's kind of like, you know, I whose side are you on? Especially, you know, think about this the you know, with the politics and then the race and all this thing that's coming you know, up with in November, you know, whose side are you on? God is watching. He's not asleep. You know, I think he's quiet on a lot of things right mm -hmm. now. He's watching his people. And I think hearts are being tested right now. And so we really have to stay focused on the mission. We have to stay focused on our message and we have to watch the enemy because he's very cunning and mm -hmm. he would try to cause all this strife and division and everything between us. And we just have to, again, stay focused on Jesus and being able to share the ultimate message, which is the gospel to help people to come into Christ, because this is almost over. This is going to wrap up one day and Christ is going to return. And so we want to be ready and we want to help other people to be ready. So sometimes, you know, some of that, uh, some, some things, like I said, this is going to happen before he comes. Um, but Hey, we're here for it. We're here for it. So let's do our, let's do what we're called to do. Amen. Very good. Amen. Of course, did you take, to actually find your voice because you are doing such an excellent job with all those different avenues that you have <laughs> that you have so what are your some practical steps that you can give someone that is wanting to get out there and use their voice in different platforms um one, I would say pray fast and then seek the Lord in how you're going to uh, be identified out there, you know, because um, the thing with that also is with branding and stuff like that is your identity and um, you're with dealing with branding and your voice and things like that just kind of all comes together is uh, people identify with you, right? When, even when you go think about Instagram, so you go in there, there's a lot of pictures, a lot of imagery, a lot of quotes and things like that. So people are connected to your message. They're also connected to you and they, you know, and the light that is within you, especially for us as believers. And so um, I would just say to just prepare yourself, study to show yourself approved, research. Um, like I said, sit down with that notepad and with God and an open Bible and just sit there and go, okay, Lord, how do I do this? How do I, what do you want me to say? Because we are, when it says, if you speak, speak as though the Lord was speaking through you, right? So if you have the gift of speaking, speak as though, speak as though the Lord was speaking through you. And so, you know, I want the Lord to use my voice prophetically. I want him to use me to be able to speak a message that's going to minister to someone. It's going to help them get out of the situation that they're in or to grow or to be equipped to do what they're called to do. So just being clear on, on that and, um, and laying it out step by step by step by step and then check it off check it off check it off and then do it again next week god willing that's fair <laughs> amen good stuff yes so branding let's <clears throat> let's move into the branding aspect of finding your voice and being out there and um, having a brand that people can really identify with and say hey we know that's becoming you but look at their logo Right. What does it mean to build your brand? Uh, what does it mean? It means taking the steps. Because we talked about messaging and things like that. For me, I say building a brand is steps. 
you know? Um, what does that look like? You know, like I said, laying it out. Okay, like you have the logo. Like you, you can tell who you are by your logo, your colors. Um, and I may overlap in some of this later on as we get deeper into it. Um, your website, those types of things. Because the thing is, people are going to want to know, once you open up that first dialogue, the next thing they want to know is, okay, what's your website and what's your social media handles? Are you on Facebook or your Instagram or your Pinterest? Whatever they're on, they want to connect with you on. And so just being able to have all your ducks in a row and to be ready. So when you are building a brand, you have to look at all that, who your audience is, how old are they? Are they women? Are you, are you called to married, youth, young adult, women? Who are you actually called to? How old are they? Where do they show up? Like you said, Maya, where do they, where do they hang out? What type of social media platforms are they on? Because you want to be where they are. You know, a certain audience, like, you know, the young adult audience, they are on TikTok and they are also on Snapchat. So if you're going to give a message to them, that's where you need to show up. Older crowd, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're right here. We're doing podcasting and videos and YouTube and, and stuff like that. And so that's where we are and that's where our audience is. And so just being able to, to, to be where they are so that your message can be in the right place. And so it is a lot of steps. It's a lot of steps. Way more than I can share on here. But I mean, it's a lot of steps and just and really doing your homework. Because when you do your homework, you really are laying out, okay, your identity. That's who you are out there. You're first identified in Christ. And then after that, how do I, how do people identify with me? Do they identify me as a podcaster, a speaker, a blogger, a mentor, a coach? Who are they going to see when I show up out there? And you want to be clear on who you are before you launch. And if you have launched, even if you have to go back and think about it and say, hmm, I don't think I'm clear enough. Let me get clear on this and let me come back out. So they 100% know who I am and how to connect with me. Can I just add to the importance of consistency? Um, like you talked about your colors, your logo, even the types of fonts you use, the languaging that you use, like be consistent with that so that people can instantly associate you with that. When they hear women, when they hear mentorship, when they hear branding, when they hear speak, you know, whatever it is, right. they, they associate it with your brand. So that consistency is, it's key. That's good stuff. Yes. I know we kind of already shared a little bit with how we had to do our little whiteboard session to determine our audience and, you know, color schemes and logo. And I think that process took us maybe, what, four months, Maya, something like that? Four yeah, it a while because we, we wanted to make sure that it was clear, like what you were saying, Courtney, and that um, we could build on it you know, from there. So yeah, it, we, we spent probably about three or four months just going through different exercises and having different conversations and then making sure that we were on the same page, that we were on accord with it too, you know, that we were in agreement. So very, very. And over time, you know, we've had to tweak some things and get a little better in different areas as we continue to learn more and more about this podcast field and on social media because I'm not good at social media and not, nor am I like a big, you know, you know, poster or like posting and different things like that. I'm not too huge in that area. So it's, it's been a stretching experience for me um, being able to use all those different platforms and being consistent uh, with using it. But Courtney, can you, I know you said you have, you went through like a ton of steps, um, to build your brand, but could you share some of the steps that you 
took to build your brand? Yes. Okay. So one big one that I'm going to share, and I feel like it's a big one because it's branding. Photo shoots. You got to do photo shoots. You have to. Um, schedule it and prepare for it. And another thing too is plan for it. And the reason why I say this is because you can have a website, but you need pictures on there. You need your pictures on there. When someone asks you to speak or to show up for something or to do, you know, an interview, they're going to ask you for your headshot. So you want to be ready, your headshot, your bio. Another thing is your media kit. If you don't have a press kit, a media kit or something, they're going to ask you for that. And so you want to be ready because let me tell you something, podcast is a new media. Podcast is a new media. So you want to show up um, for that. Also bloggers, new media. They reach out to us all the time because we have audiences that they, uh, that people can, you know, want to get their message out in front of. And so podcasting and uh, bloggers are big. And so with that being said, when people connect with you and they want to have you on their platform, you have to be ready. When you are connecting with people, they want, they're going to go to your website. So you have to have stuff. When they go to Instagram, they're going to see stuff. So you want to make sure you show up and you show up professionally. And so I always tell my clients, because I do uh, mentorship as well, I always tell them, I said, hey, you got to get that photo shoot. And let me tell you, makeup, hair, wardrobe, your photographer, that costs money, a lot of it. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and the, the timing, is it hot? Are you going to be sweating? I mean, how close is your car? Where's your, where are you going to transition to? Um, I've even uh I'm looking into getting a pop-up because I do photo shoots a bunch. So, um, and do it like once or twice a year. That's another thing too, timing-wise, because you want to have fresh pictures. Um, but that's branding. Your photos are branding, you know, because people are connecting with you. You hear a lot of influencer stuff, right? Well, you are the influencer, so you have to show up well. So that's one big tip that I tell people because they don't realize that they don't realize how important that is. You were going to say something, Maya? Yeah, I was going to say, before you go to that next tip, I got to ask you, can you break down for us what should be included in a media press kit? Yes. So the media kit is, um, you can have anywhere from one page, which is basically a one page, one sheet, right? Um, if you don't have a lot of experience, you can totally rock with a one sheet and that's fine. But you want to go anywhere from three to 10 pages, right? And inside of that, so what you'll have is your initial cover page. And then after that, you'll go into um, your bio. You want to have like an image and then about you. And then um, after that, you want to also have like, your experience, like your speaking experience, anything that you showed up for on, um, you know, any podcast, any interviews, any television, any radio, anything like that, you want to be able to list that because they have to see your experience. Another thing too is to put some of those videos or any of those audios that you have on your website as well. Cause again, they're going to go to your website. So give them something to hear, to watch, to see, um, on there, but list it. Then you also can have your questions. You want to have about 10 interview questions. You can actually have that in your media kit because when they, nowadays they want you to provide the questions. Sometimes they will provide questions, but a lot of days they're like, okay, send me seven to eight questions or seven to 10 questions. So you want to go, okay, no problem. I'll go ahead and send that. It's in my media kit. And then your contact information. So you have all of that in there um, to let them know just to have the best. If you have a book, you want to plug your book and put maybe the back cover copy on the back. You want to have that on there as well. And I tell you, that will take you up to 10 pages, anywhere from eight to 10 pages. And it's so good for media. It's so good because they have everything in a snapshot. And so what they'll do when they want to book you, they'll say bio, headshot, media kit. You want to have it. You don't want to have to say, I'll get it to you next week. No, they need it. And they need it now. <laughs> you know? And so it's like, you want to be ready. So just, that's what's in the media kit. Very good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, and we need to start working on our media kit. Oh, that's why I was like, what's in it? <laughs> yes, definitely. And then another thing I would say is um, branding. If you can do a, a video, if you can get a trailer or, you know, something to have like a professional video done, hire a videographer and, um, and do that and just capture different shots of your ministry and what you represent because that's good too. Um, social media plays a part as well in your branding you have to know don't be on too many platforms you know this all right a lot of people will say this pick about two to three and then rock it and show up consistently because again your audience is looking for you um and you can't take a break which i'm about to take a break because <laughs> i need a break i'm gonna take a social media break two weeks and i will announce it let your audience know keep them informed you know so because if not they'll be looking for you I, where's that blog where's that podcast right uh, and so you want to make sure that you, because you're, oh, nothing I have to say, please engage, please engage with your audience. One thing is so big is that when you're building your brand, you have to talk to your people. You know, you have to respond to email. You have to, you know, not just heart something or like something because then people will see, okay, did she hire somebody to do that? Or is she actually communicating with me? Right. Mm -hmm. So I know when you get bigger, you know, you have to have a team, but you have to say something to your people because otherwise they're going to see that that's not really her. That's not authentic. She's not communicating with me. She has a team doing it for her, you know? So yes, get help, but engage, talk to them, love on them. This is, this is real life. This is real life. These are real people out there on, on Facebook and Instagram. And so don't just heart, but actually talk to them. And I'm telling you, you'll grow from there. What are some um, specific ways that you currently engage in your audience? Because I know we need some tips for becoming Eva on how to um, engage in our audience. So how do you do it consistently? I ask questions. You know, of course, that's a big one. Ask questions. Um, when you post, I do a lot of stuff. Like I do, I, but it's all in my vein. I'm not a jack of all trades. It's all in the stuff that I do. Right. So <laughs> you got to stay in that vein. Um, I definitely ask questions. I do giveaways. I give away stuff. I will ship stuff to them after I do a talk. I say, Hey, I'm going to send this to you. Go ahead and let me know who's in, you know, who's interested, type in the word, whatever it is. And they'll do that. And so, and I send that to them. Um, when they comment, I comment on every single post, every single one. I go do, I, I heart them. I say, thank you, sis. I appreciate that. And I do different ones because I'm speaking directly to that particular person. So I'm not saying the same thing to everybody. You know, if it, if it fits them, perfect. But I am, because people will see that too. They'll pay attention to that too. They're like, okay, she really, she's saying the same thing to everybody. Okay. So it doesn't make me any different, you know, but if I really look at that and, and you begin to build a relationship, because if they keep coming back you're actually building a relationship with that person. Like I literally am going to stay with somebody in Houston that I met on Instagram, okay, next wow. month. You know, I literally go, if I'm going to Dallas for a speaking engagement, I meet with like two or three people that I already know from, from, from that I've engaged with online and we'll have lunch and coffee or whatever, you know. And um, I'm telling you, because you're building real authentic relationships and guess what? they will continue to come back and they will refer you and they'll tell people, did you know, you got to get on with her. She does a blog. She does this. She speaks when she comes to town. I want to go see, you know what I'm saying? Oh, she has this coming up. She's got a podcast. She's gonna, you got to listen in. So stuff like that, because you are in tune with your audience. You're talking to them. You're engaged with them authentically. That's how you do it. Keep showing up and speak to every one of them. Very good. Can I ask real quick? I know you talked about like streamlining how do you, um, or, or what do you recommend for determining like 
uh, how many areas or what areas people should focus on. Like we've talked about blogging, we've talked about podcasts, we've talked about speaking engagements, you know, like what are, like, do you recommend people do more than one or start with one and then build from there? Like what, what strategy do you recommend for, for where or how people go about um, building their brand and engaging with people? Well, I say you got to start somewhere. So you start with one and then as the Lord leads you, because he'll add things sometimes, you know, like if, especially if you're a woman who has a lot of gifts, mm-hmm. right? So I have a lot of gifts. So I speak, I sing, I write, I do all these things, but I don't do them all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when God calls me to do a certain thing, like I sing on Sunday, right? I'm not singing five days a week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I write, I post on Monday. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I, I encourage people not to be a jack of all trades. Because then people don't know who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people can, can book me to speak for Christian speaking, messaging, preaching the word of God, which I absolutely 100% love. But then they can also book me to equip the saints, to equip, you know, how do I do a blog? How do I show up for speaking? How do I get more engagements? You know, how do I coach? How do I mentor? How do I start my business ministry? I do that too, because that's a part of equipping the saints, you know? And so that's what I do. And so you have to make sure that, you know, yes, you can add on. When I, you know what I thought? I was like, God, who does all that? Like, who does all these things? Like, I have a magazine and a podcast and a TV show. And you know who he showed me? Joyce Meyer. If you look at Joyce, Joyce got it. I mean, what doesn't the woman do, right? Yeah. I, mean, I was like, I was like, okay, Lord. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. So add on as the Lord allows. But again, don't be an astronaut when you're called to be a speaker. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Don't start... For me, I'm not called to be a podcaster, right? So it's like, you know, people are telling me like, you know, you need, maybe you need to look into that. I'm like, I'm not called to that. You know what I'm saying? You have to watch how people will try to tell you or put, fit you into this box and do what they want you to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You listen to people, you get into trouble and you get outside of what you're supposed to do. Like King Saul, right? King Saul listened to the people. He got off of what God told him to do. And then he started doing all this other stuff. And God was like, you know, what? I'm going to raise somebody else up because he didn't got way off. There you right? go. So you have to be careful not to get caught in things that God is not calling you to do. And you have to focus on what he is calling you to do. And that is how you're going to be most effective. That's good. Very good. So many nuggets that, that I know Becoming Eva, we're going to implement mm-hmm. after talking to you, Courtney. So thank you so much for sharing okay. um, all of these tips and strategies and practical ways to really build your brand and get out there so I really appreciate it yeah. ask, ask you like what steps did you take to like actually build your followers um you know what I mean yep Absolutely. On platforms on social media consistency. even with your blog following you know what I mean exactly um consistency the analytics are through the roof and that is how actually in the rankings I had gotten to a point where I got into let me tell you something I'm gonna share something with y'all I got into the rankings where I was in the top 25 in, blo- in bloggers, Christian bloggers, right? Because wow. you can get up and uh, I think it's feed, feed spot or something like that. But they have the rankings of where you rank. Even when you want to look at podcasting, where you rank, where you rank, you know, as a speaker, where you rank is all these different things. And as bloggers, a Christian blogger, I ranked that and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. But it was consistency. Because the more you show up online, like Google, of course, they, they, um, they will reward you for that you know reward reward yeah reward you for that um and you just have to keep doing it you have to show up often you have to put your stuff out there like you have to post often like I, once a week for me so it's like my stuff is all over 
all over the internet. Like people are reading blogs in the middle of the night, no email me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they're getting it because it's out there already. But I've been mm -hmm. doing it since 2011. So I have content from 2011. So keep it consistent. And, uh, and I show up on all my platforms. My, my go-tos are Instagram and Facebook. That's my go-to. That's where my audience is. I'm not on TikTok. Don't know if I ever will be on TikTok. <laughs> but, you know, um, because I don't want to spread myself too thin. Mm -hmm. Because then I won't be able to show up for them. But that's how I've grown my email list. Put a button. If you want to grow your email list, put a button on your website where people can subscribe. Mm -hmm. And don't wait too long for that to pop up or they'll swoosh it out the way. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you have it. Like, give it a few seconds, like two or three seconds. And let that box come up so they can sign up. Because if they like your stuff, they're going to fill it in, boom, move on and read your blog or, or watch your podcast or whatever it is that you're doing. So that's what I would recommend to keep growing is to be consistent and, um, and just to engage with them. You do anything on Twitter at all or just, um, Facebook? And I did for a little while, but I, I don't do much on Twitter anymore. I, I, like I said, I, I've got my focus and my, my two go-tos are Instagram and Facebook. Good. Okay. Yeah. And my blog that goes out to my email list. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Wow. You got anything else on building your brand, Toya, for a week? I think she covered all of the strategies and tips and her steps. So I think I think it's pretty solid on building your brand. Awesome. Great stuff. <laughs> so let me ask, uh, we have a segment called Noble Character. And uh, basically, we try to acknowledge women, uh, particularly, well, just women in our community that are making a difference, you know, and it could be in the area that we're discussing, or it could be someone that may have impacted us personally or, you know, directly. So I wanted to ask, do you have a noble character acknowledgement for this morning? I do. Absolutely. It's my friend, Marilyn Powell. Ah. and she is amazing she is actually my motivator in the background now she's an entrepreneur she's um you know loves the lord she's a christian woman and i just love her and actually it's it's really we're actually college buddies right? i love it but you know you just we picked up and we talk we cannot talk for a long time and then all of a sudden we can pick up right where we left off but um but i do talk to her more often now and she has actually become an accountability partner for me when i don't feel people don't realize you need to have somebody cheerleading you on in the background and i call her my motivator in the background because when i don't feel motivated i feel like you know what i got all this stuff but i just don't feel motivation and you know i said i'll inbox her and be like hello i need some encouragement i need some motivation Good. and she's like all right, what are you working on? What we got to do? Okay. And I'm like, all right, girl, this is it. She was like, okay, you need to do this, this, this. I'm like, okay, I'm on it. You know, and the train is moving again. You have to have somebody in the background that is going to push you when you don't feel like moving, mm -hmm. you know, and she is that person. And I just love her. She is amazing. I love her. And so I just have to give her credit today. I thank God for her. Yay. That's awesome. And is it Marilyn Powell? Or how? Powell, Powell. Mm -hmm. Powell, you are a woman of noble character. We acknowledge you today and we celebrate you today. And yes, awesome. Yeah. Courtney, did you want to share your social media handles for those that don't know you? Yes. So I'm on Facebook. Go to Inside Out with Courtney, which is C-O-U-R-T-N-A-Y-E. Inside Out with Courtney. That's my page. And then on Instagram, it's Courtney Richard. You pull up Courtney Richard, and then it'll come up as uh, Inside Out with Courtney. So, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. And the website, too, if I can share that, is uh, CourtneyRichard.com. 
Thank you. And then you have anything that you're working on that you want to plug? Um, I do have a course. Um, guess what? The button is not on the site yet, y'all. <laughs> We'll get it on this week, but I do have a couple of courses, but I do have a course on branding and building your business brand and your ministry. So um, it's really, it's an eight week course and it's action packed. It's loaded. It walks you through the whole steps of from just starting out your business brand or ministry all the way into, I mean, entity, everything, just all the inside, everything. It's a whole lot of details, but it also talks about equipping you as well in every single possible way to do what you're called to do. So eight weeks of that is loaded. So if you go to, uh, I want to plug this, if you go to insideoutmediagroup.com, that's where you'll be able to see that. But email me at info at insideoutmediagroup.com and I will get you the information that you need if you do want that course. So and I'm going to put a button on there, but it'll be this week. So that's perfect. That is perfect. Awesome. So this week's Becoming Eva Challenge is to identify and take one step toward finding your voice or building your brand. Which, so Maya, do you have some thoughts on um, a step that we're going to take <laughs> to walk with Eva? I was going to say for the people that are listening, like your next step could be signing up for that course, first and foremost. For Becoming Eva, I think a good next step for us will honestly be in working on our media kit. I think that would be a great next step for us. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And then the the photo shoots. I was going to ask you that. I was going to do y'all have the photo shoots. We did one when we first launched, but it's about a year old. So when you said updating your pictures every, you know, six months to a year, I was like, wow, I hadn't thought about that. So we definitely can look at updating our photos. Awesome. Good. Because that's going to go in your media kit. Mm -hmm. Very good. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank y'all. This has been so good. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we had a fun. Learned a lot along the way. So I hope everyone else has too. Yes. So next week we're talking about developing multiple streams of revenue with my my husband as a special guest, Mr. Ryan Moore. Um, be sure to subscribe to our podcast app, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook at Becoming Eva Today. That's one word. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Becoming Even Today. All right. See y'all soon. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Click subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out at becomingevatoday.com or email us at becomingevatoday.com. See you next time.